Welcome to BBS radio broadcast of Shema Yisrael. And of course, Shema means to hear. Shema means to hear. Hear, O Israel. Hear of what? Hear this one ultimate truth that the Lord, our God, God is one. The one ultimate reality, that which is the source of all sources, the cause of all causes, the knower of all that is known, but no one can know it. <laughs> Everything is an expression of it. We can have no conception of that. And we say that is Hashem in Hebrew, the name, or you have the tetragrammaton, uh, the four Hebrew consonants, which we articulate as Hashem. So I greet you today in that name, you and your family, and wish all of the blessings of the Torah be upon you, and that your life begins to change and turn around, and you have this moment of reflection, this moment of time to consider your purpose, consider something other than your money and your material aspiration, but consider the soul and ask a deep question, who am I? And each soul has come to this earth to be corrected, to have a tikkun. And once we all are corrected, then the world will be corrected. And we begin to correct the world by correcting ourselves and by engaging in a technology of spiritual discipline that transforms the heart and raises the consciousness and nullifies the ego. So it's my great joy to you to have been chosen to speak in the name of the Most High God and to ask you to consider a more excellent way. And my mission specifically are to those who, like myself, were lost in the doldrums of life having a form of religion but not knowing the one true God because we were practicing someone else's religion. And we were trying to be something that we cannot be. We already are that which we have been created to be. And in this case, we have a name called Israel, which means in this case for me, spiritual people whose first orientation is toward the kingdom of heaven. That is a select group of people. And the soul knows itself. And the Most High God has 
given us a reason to serve him. And so those of us who are being awakened in this time who are here under the under the cross of Christianity and the sufferings and the, and the great tumult that we've lived here under the so-called Christian exile for us. And now the God himself is choosing us, coming, getting his children, waking us up. And in this case, we are elderly and mature and we're giving a new a new beginning, a new life. We're being resurrected from the dead. The resurrection is occurring. This is the final redemption. So, and for the black man who is the lowest in terms of social economics and consciousness, right, because our fuses were blown. If it happened to you, what it happened to people of color, then you would understand why this self-deprecating behavior continues. We continue to nullify ourselves and shoot ourselves. And because we don't have any technology of God, all of they gave us a Christian orientation about some pie in the sky. We're going to, you know, when God come back, when God come back, he's going to get us. But right now we're suffering. So now he has come back in this form of Dr. Israel to say to the lost sheep of the house, Israel, you are to be found in the Torah. You are to be found in Exodus chapter four. Verse 22, when Hashem identifies you as his firstborn, his son, his firstborn. So you are the original man that God scooped from the earth. You're physical. He scooped you from the earth and then blew the breath of his soul, his consciousness into you. And you became a living soul man. And you are a soul man as James Brown and the Isaac Hayes and people said I'm a soul man and so we are that soul and that soul has different levels and the lowest level of that soul is is nefesh and we are a higher expression of that soul we are ruach and our highest potential is ruach hakodesh and that is and then the next level is neshama you see in Kaya and Yahida, levels of the soul. You see? So Ad himself said he himself is coming to redeem us. So he's coming to redeem us to redeem us from the filth of slavery, redeem us from the filth of idolatry, redeem us from the graves of material thinking only, and and ignite the potential that our soul has and then that is soul to be connected and to give us a technology. And I keep wanting to give you this technology, but Hashem keeps saying, wait, 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 make your point first. So I'd like to shout out to some very beautiful people who in my life have made an indelible impression. Dr. Cora White, who took me to India, my first trip to India, very beautiful, beautiful woman, a holy woman that I know in Wisconsin. Of course, my mentor, Dr. Raphael Haller who took me to Israel and accommodated me, accompanied me to Israel, I should say. And we both had an opportunity to pray and deepen our connection to Hashem. And of course, my trip to uh, Israel, my first trip would not have been made without uh, the intervention of Ethan Kwan, my uh, soul brother down in southern Florida. And I'd like to shout out to all of the uh, Hasidic Nanak communities, and specifically Mr. Joseph Burnfield is a wonderful holy man I love. He and his family are compassionate. 
as uh, good Yehudis would be, Kadosh. And I'd like to shout out to Queen Amalia uh, over in uh, Demona. She's down in Demona, southern Israel, with the Hebrew nation there that was taken there by uh, Ben Ami. May his memory and name be blessed forever, who is the uh, Mashiach for his people, the anointed one, not not the ultimate Shiach, but the certainly a Mashiach, because Mashiach means to be anointed. This the Mashiach, as people talk about, is this idyllic personality that is yet to make on the screen of life, but there are many references, and people there have been as King David as Mashiach, uh, is a Messiah as well. So Ben Ami, may his name be blessed uh, and for the great work that he did. He's hidden. And many of God's people are hidden. And what he did is, is oh my goodness. We'll talk about that one time. And his people there. And his, 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 his priests and his young men and his elders. And I went there and I was deeply impressed by the caliber of consciousness that people exuded. And the level of spirituality and awareness and purity and compassion and friendliness and talented. Because boy, can they sing and play music. And so maybe there, shout out to all the people and to my friend, Mr. Rose, out there in Little Rock. And to Rabbi Funye, who is, uh, you know, I'm going to drop his name, Rabbi Funye. He's the, ch he's the chief patriarch for the black Israelites, Rabbi, here in um, America. We'll start with a poem today. What if the Messiah is black? Poem by Dr. Israel. What if the Messiah came back? With nappy hair and skin that's black? Would you lead the world in praise and celebrate the return of the Ancient of Days? What if the black Messiah came to your town? Would you heal him up? Would you shut him down? Would you listen to his holy words or call him names and act absurd? What if the Messiah came back but lived in the ghettos across the track? Would you go to hear what he had to say or would you flip him the bird and walk away? What if the Savior's hair was dread? Would you convert to Rasta help it spread? And how important it is to you if the Messiah's eyes are blue? Plus the Messiah only came to those who knew his Hebrew name, walking through the nigger dumb in search for a pimp, stiff from basketball, and he walked like a pimp. What if the Messiah came wearing a wig, eating pig with bad breath and feet too big? Would you love him even more, make eye contact with him, worship and adore, or run and ignore the sight you see? He doesn't look like you, but he looks like me. The point of my poem is this. It's all a lie, so please resist. I wish it weren't true, but it's characteristic of you. But here's a news flash. Here's what's true. When the Messiah comes to the world, he will be Hebrew. Oh, Baruch Hashem. Beautiful poem. Hashem put on my mind this morning, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. But before we read Jeremiah, let us make the first thing that it's important. Let us say our declaration of, of, of the sovereignty, our proclamation of the sovereignty of Hashem. The Shema found in Deuteronomy 6.4. I do not see for Tati, for Taku, for Yigir, to Take all of all up in my mouth, my lip in my lift in my mouth, my praise your, praise your holy name. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. 
ברוך שם כבוד, מלכות עולי עולם ועד. ואהבת את אדוני אלוהיך בכל לבביך ובכל נפשיך ובכל מועדיך. והיו הדברים האלה אשר אנוכי מצווק היום על לבביך ושא נתן לבביך ושא בר תבם ושא בניתך ובלקתך ודרך ובסקבך ובקומך ובקראתם לעוד על ידיך והיו לתתותפות ביון עיינך ויבעתם על מזוזת ביתך ובסעריך. Hear, O Yisrael, the Lord our God is one. And you shall love Hashem your God with all your heart, with all your resources. Let these matters that I command you today be upon your heart. Teach them thoroughly to your children and speak of them when you sit in your home and when you walk on your way and when you retire and when you arise and bind them as a sign upon your arm and let them be tefillin between your eyes and write them on the doorposts of your house and upon your gates. Oh, hallelujah. May your great name be blessed, Hashem, because this is a quite a deep spiritual revelation. And these words that I speak are for the, those who are mature, those who are standing at the threshold of the physical and the spiritual realm, those who are looking for a bridge to cross over from the mundane to the transcendental, those who are looking to rise from the physical into the mystical, My words are, have been sent out to you, and I pray that they take root and that you go to BBS Radio and look for my show page and make some comments about these words and say to me, yes, Dr. Israel, I am standing at the threshold of a new beginning, and I have heard these words, and I am going to embrace these words as a technology of consciousness because these are Hebraic words which are fashioned by God himself before the creation 2,000 years, and each is an impulse of light and development and intelligence and mathematics and pure energy. And this has been given to me in fulfillment of Zephaniah 3.9 because I am one that has been resurrected from the dead, born over in the niggerdom, in the Christian niggerdom. And Hashem has come now to resurrect me from that cesspool and clean me off and give me his Torah and tell me that his Torah is something deeper than mere stories. His Torah are letters. His words are letters that are sacred and interact with those letters. And I began to interact with those letters some, oh, many years ago. And these letters have been... instrumental in transforming my soul. So this is why I'm reaching out to you and Hashem is giving you a technology by which you can raise your level of consciousness above the mundane and fulfill a higher purpose by helping to heal the world. And that's my purpose, to heal the world. You can check me out too on Instagram. You'll see Dr. Yashu on Instagram. See me singing about Na Na Nakman Nakman Meuman, which is the single, double, triple, quadruple song of redemption for this dispensation for those who are lost. And it came to me, Rabbi Nakman of Breslovs, and I've sang that song. And it has 
the effect of cleaning the windows of perception and raising my level of consciousness and connecting me to a great, great body of Zadakim in the upper world and pointing me to the Yehudim and pointing me to Ivrit, pointing me to Hebrew and telling me that I am the ancient Hebrew. This is why it has been given to me and I am to be holy and I'm coming to you. So the words of Jeremiah came, Hashem put them on my mind. May you know that, may you begin to reflect upon the Shema, say the Shema, learn the Shema, and look and do personal, independent research on the effect that it has on your life. For those of you who, with whom this purpose is being fulfilled, why this music and this song and stuff is created for you. Jeremiah 1. Chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. Then Hashem put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And Hashem said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over a nation and over a king to, one, root out. Number two, pull down. Three, destroy some things I want you to root out. I want you to pull down some things. I want you three to destroy. Four, I want you to throw it down. Number five, then I want you to build something new. I want you to plant and make renew. So these things are what I'm obligated to do at the behest of the Ruach HaKodesh. HaKodesh Baruch Hu. Holy One, may His name be praised. To root out and root out the lie. So this program now is why the black man now, therefore, with this resurrected knowledge, I was resurrected from the grave. Then I should say, why the black man? See, I don't know what the white man is doing. He, we have different agendas. He is, he is this physical agenda. He's going to the moon. He's going to Mars. He's going to do many, many wonderful scientific things. But I am a spiritual man, and black man is a spiritual man, quintessentially. And so here's what we have to do. We have to no longer teach each other that Jesus is our Messiah. There's no such thing as Jesus is Messiah for the black man. It's, 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 it's counter to logic. It's counter to intelligence. And now I'm resurrected. I'm awakened. So I have to say to those who are asleep... If you're black, don't teach ever that again. That's not true. And this is one of the things that Hashem wants me to tear that down and pull that down and root it out. Now, so in response to the system of white supremacy for literally like 300 years of lynching, violence, killing, started back with Dr. King 50 years ago when I was just a little boy. He, I listened to him. He went. He asked his audience, how long? And everybody would give a thunderous reply. Not long. How long? Not long. Then he would ask, why? And everybody would say, because no lie can last forever. So no lie can last forever. This lie of Jesus being our Messiah is a lie. He's not our Messiah. We, have, we are ignorant. We are bankrupt morally. We are bankrupt spiritually. We don't have a God. I think this Jesus is the theology of the church and the theology of white people. And maybe from their perspective, fine. I'm looking to a disenfranchised people. I'm looking to a people who most of us are incarcerated right now. I'm looking to people whose family is just disintegrating even as I speak. I'm looking at people who shoot themselves. I'm talking to people who call themselves dogs. I'm here down in the South and I work with black men. 
And every time he talks to me, he say, so, 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 dog. And I have to tell him every day, look, brother, don't call me dog. Don't you understand that speech is powerful? That is an expression of intelligence that God gave to man. He didn't give that to a dog. You look, he didn't give that to a dog. Dog is not intelligent to speak. That's a gift God to man. And now to speak now and speak, see words have power. And he calls him, and, that, and it's the condition of the black man. It's pathetic. And I work with him, and I love him. Oh, I love him. I said, I'm going to pray for him. Every day I've been working for him. And he calls me, and he catches, he's been self-correcting. He says, so and so, and he corrects himself. Isn't that beautiful? And I pray, I pray, and say, oh, bless his son. Hashem helped him say, I said, because the truth is now, Psalms 82, 6, you really are God. You could just as easily say, hey, God. Let's call yourself because God ain't nothing but a word because God ain't a man. We've been spooked That's why we think Jesus wasn't nobody but a man because there was no man named Jesus back to the truth. There was no other man named Jesus. So, so we're dealing with power of speech and we have to tie, tear these things down. This, these are all, 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 all lies. And who we are is we are the sons of God. And our head and our minds have been flooded with this mantra of Jesus is love, Jesus is love, Jesus while at the same time being absolutely denigrated, being absolutely miseducated, being absolutely decimated, being absolutely killed and cru- well, eh? so it's time now to the light of consciousness is shining. So, wow. Look at this idiocy that's going on. People are saying that they, how are you? Black people say, oh, I'm highly favored in, oh, in Jesus' name. Oh, no, we can't do that anymore. We can all say, may God's name be blessed and praised. To God be the glory. Peace be upon you. But we're not going to beat across our heads each other. And my family is, division, is divided, broken up on that name. It's terrible. And that's what's done. And so, but God says in Ezekiel 30, uh, 34, he himself is going to come and get us uh, and uh, resurrect us and give us our pure language, which is the Hebrew language. And they will give us our identity. We are the Hebrew people. Who are we? We are people. We're the sons of God. Am I any threat? No. I love. I pray. I kind. I'm humility. I'm humble. I'm just chosen to tell people, this is the new dispensation. This is the final redemption. The redemption of whom? The most destitute, the most disenfranchised, the most humiliated. Who? The black man. Who is he? He's one of God's sons. Where is he? He's in prison. He's in prison, at, metaphorically, and he's in prison, actually. And God is coming to get him from, we call metaphorically, Egypt, and to 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 resurrect and to cause the exodus of the children of Israel from metaphoric Egypt of state of consciousness, filth, materialistic, idolatry, praising foreign gods. To take to that seed that is in there, come forth, make your proclamation of the one true God, say that God is love, Go forth in God. Be the son of God. Be who you are. We are no longer riding on the good slave ship Jesus. The good slave ship Jesus of Lubbock brought us here. That name is so associated with torture and pain. I pray to the day when the world will never, ever say that name again because there's so much pain and abuse that goes on under that name. 
that we should all hunt the name. May God's name be blessed. May the Holy One, because all names, no name is God. And people sometimes think God very sophomorically is that God's got a name, you know, like Fred. Hey, Fred. No, God, that letter, God's name is a sequence of divine letters that has an effect, the most profound effect. And this sequence is most profound, the U, the K, the vowel, the K, say for those who know what I'm saying. Okay, so and now we must go back and undo some of the things that we have so deeply in our minds about these words, Jesus and, and Savior and what is Messiah and Messiah doesn't mean Savior. And whereas one could be a Mashiach, uh, uh, a Messiah, he isn't a savior. A Mashiach means just anointed, anointed with oil for the purpose of doing a work for God. Uh, anointed, that's it. Mashiach will be a man. The Mashiach will be a man, not a semi-god, not a demigod. The word savior uh, does not mean Mashiach. Savior, there's only one Savior as found in Ezekiel, excuse me, Yeshayahu, Isaiah, Yeshayahu, 43, verse 11. 10 and 11 is a beautiful sequence to read if you want to check and verify what I'm saying. But Hashem makes it very clear, absolutely clear. There is no Savior but me. There is no God but me. And Jesus is not our Savior. Our Savior, if you are black, that's why you're suffering. You are calling upon the, a fictitious Savior, a Savior who's like a mythological Savior, a Savior who's a part of someone's system. Uh, racism is system. White supremacy is a system. It has an educational system. It has a political system. It has a religious system. That religious system is the church. The church receives itself as a reflection of itself. That is, a white God, a white Savior who dominates the world and quite naturally would have to be based upon the psychopathology of that, that type of mentality, the savior of the whole wide world, just not my savior. And you can't tell me that I've had a savior when my grandfather and grandmother were living in sin and fear of our lives. And even when I lived in Alabama, the church was right up on the corner there as children. And that's always been the case. So we're waiting for this day. Baruch Hashem, this day has come. So this is the Hashem's time to come to make himself to know that he alone is the Holy One. There is no other God but him. He has said in Vayikra, that is Leviticus 20, chapter 20 and verse 26, I have set you apart from the nations to be mine, and you shall sanctify yourself and be holy, for I, Adonai, am holy. And holiness means that's a religious word, the highest expression of consciousness, because aligning yourself, your consciousness is an individualized expression of that one consciousness which we proclaim when we say, Shema Israel Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad, that Echad is the is the A in self, and he in the Hebrew word come from the highest reality beyond the word the emanation. You say the Kabbalists said there are four worlds, the A in self, then that beyond any type of ability to know, and that to emanation, then creation, formation, creation, emanation. You see, those four worlds, right? emanation, creation, formation, 
manifestation. There we go, those four worlds stepping down that pure break of light and that we become we become ministers of, we become priests of, we become ambassadors of. So this first part of this program, I want to to ask the black man to think of himself as a son of God, to think of himself now as being a strong physical man because the basis of his physical life is his spiritual potential. And his spiritual potential is infinite because it is the infinite pool of a light and transcendental light. He wants you in this season of life to give you a technology which is the Aleph Bet as prophesied in Zephaniah 3.9 so that you can begin to study. My mentor told me in our last conversation, always seek to learn. Your life should be consistent with a pattern of new growth daily. You should never simply say I am, but Asha, Ahia, Asha. I am that I am. I am becoming. I am becoming. I am a process of evolution. I am a source of light. I am becoming. My whole purpose is to seek ye first the kingdom of of heaven and let the light of that kingdom of heaven come in. I want now to turn and let you listen to a beautiful song. It's called Seek Ye First, the Kingdom of Heaven. And we want to play that song for you and let you listen to this song at the appropriate time. You're going to hear this second piece which is a very, very beautiful music. And I want to ask you to reflect upon why I have said to you that Yahshua, or the man, uh, Jesus, as they say in the anglicized version of his name, is not the Messiah because the messianic promises, that is of him building a temple, that we see in Jeremiah uh, excuse me, in Isaiah 40, 43, 5, and 6, that uh, he's going to gather all the people back to the promised land. So we've never known a land of promise. All we have known is a land of suffering, a land of affliction, a land of pain. So until these prophecies are fulfilled, no single individual can be designated as Messiah. And that's why I said, logically, scripturally, Jesus is not my Messiah. Uh, pragmatically, he is not my Messiah. See, and God said he's going to establish a new covenant where everyone's consciousness is going to be vibrant with the awareness that he is the only one God. That's found in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33 and 34. See. And so the mission of the Messiah, you say, but, well, is Jesus the Messiah? Well, what is the mission of the Messiah? Well, the mission, mission of this Messiah is found in uh, Yeshayahu, Isaiah chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. He shall establish the, the Lord's house, that he's going to rebuild the temple. That is, he's going to rebuild the temple and all nations will flow to it and say, come, let us go to the mountain of Adonai, that is the house of the God of Yaakov. God of Jacob, he will teach us his way, and we shall walk in his path. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. From Jerusalem. And here's what's so beautiful. I love the, the Hosea chapter 2. Hosea chapter 2, verse 20. Verse, verse 20 through 23. And this is so beautiful. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness 
and you shall know the Lord. It didn't say, you, I shall be quoting, you got to believe in me. Just still have belief means walking with your eyes closed, knowing, seeing all the relationship between the parts, having an intimate relationship. It's promised in prophecy, Hosea chapter 2, verse 20. We shall know Hashem. We shall know him. I'll betroth you me in righteousness and faithfulness, and you shall know Hashem. It shall come to pass, and the day will answer, and the Lord will answer with grain and wine and, and oil and answer in Israel and those who are not called my people shall be called my people. You're going to wake up and say, I've been chosen. I know who I am. I'm no longer somebody just called an African-American. I am a son of God. I've gone to the Holy Land. My father took me out. No one taught me this. Consciousness is waking, and that is what I mean, the dawning of the Mashiach, the coming of this consciousness. I'm going to ask my people now to pray the music. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. See the God is everywhere you 
Because your consciousness will be elevated to the supreme consciousness and your perception of the world will change. Your perception of yourself will change. Your perception of your neighbor will change because you will see the reality of duality. You will see the unity of diversity. You will see one. You will see that display of Hashem's intelligence and you will see that we were all one and that will blow your mind because we are living in the darkness where there's considerable division and when I be when I ask the universe about this they say well just remember this everything is in perfect order I want to talk to you briefly about a technology of consciousness that came to me a spiritual technology something that allows me to connect with the universe something that's uh, that that duplicates. I do it every time. It it just repeats itself. It's automatic, consistent. Allows the, the forty-two letter name of God, huh? A Hebrew prayer of redemption is what I want to talk to you about. The forty-two letter name of God. You can Google it, Google it, Google it, Google it. You'll see it. Forty-two letter name of God called the miracle prayer or Anabakoak prayer. Prayer in English. In Hebrew, but the power was in the Hebrew letters. Remember that the Hebrew letters are, are, are the letters themselves are technology of consciousness. They are to be looked up. Even when right now most people say, "Oh, I can't learn Hebrew," uh, but that's that's what darkness says. But you're supposed to say, "Well, I'm going to take by faith and simply start looking at each letter. Look at the Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Dalet, Hey, Vau, Zayin, Ket, Tet, Yud, Kaf, Lamid, Mem, Nun." Samak A and Pei Zade Kuf Resh Shin Tav. The beautiful, beautiful twenty-two sacred letters interact with them, and because they are mystical, they reveal themselves to you, and they become a technology of consciousness. And so, this letter, the forty-two letter name of God, I want to talk to you about. You can Google it. It is a beautiful, beautiful prayer, prayer that was composed by Rabbi Nuaniya Ben Hakana uh, in the first century. 
the Anabakoa prayer, Rabbi Nua Nia bin Hakana, was a Kabbalist. A Kabbalist teacher's powerful. And his 42 letter name of God, they come from uh, the first, first verse, verse, really, in the, in the Torah. Mystical combination of letters. And also, this letter is also named associated with the name that Hashem himself gave to Moses in, in Exodus 3.15. When he asked, who, who, who am I? What is your name? He said, Aheya Asher, Aheya. And when you do the uh, mathematics, the gematria of the letters, the Aleph, Aleph has a value of one. A has a value of five. Yud has a value of ten. And hey, has the value of five. You get a value of 21. And he said that twice in that verse. So twice 21 is 42. So let me just say the prayer in Hebrew and English. And then I will uh, talk about the effect of each one of the letters and each one of the lines because each letter constitutes a, le a name of God and each line has a very specific mathematical relationship and their cause and effect relationship between the articulation of the word and certain neurophysiological changes uh, that take place because this is a connection to the upper world. The Anabakoak, just, just to back up a little bit and give you a little information, this Anabakoak prayer as a whole represents a movement from one state of consciousness to the other. So we're giving you, we just can't talk about God, talking about God. God is insufficient. Talking about the ocean is insufficient. Talking about the delicious pie is insufficient. It is most rewarding to taste and see the pie, to experience the refreshing dip into the ocean, to dive into the abyss of God consciousness. So this prayer is a technology that moves us from the physical state to the spiritual state. It is made up of seven verses according to the seven days of the week. And each of the letters of the seven verse is a divine name itself. And so may the memory of Rabbi Nuaniya bin Hakana be blessed because it's such a mystical prayer. There's so many things about it. In this case, what we're talking about, this, the, the journey that we want to embark upon, O lost sheep of the house of Israel, is a journey, a journey, a journey from Exodus, from Egypt, a journey from secular thinking, a journey, journey from materialism, a place of restriction and, and limitations, you see. And so this is what our journey, we're moving metaphorically from Mitzrayim, going to the promised land, the promised land of our own higher inner consciousness, our own self-state of being, a, a movement from, from, from restriction to genuine freedom. So this beautiful things. Let me say this prayer in Hebrew. I'll just do one line and translate it. Please, with the power and strength of your right hand, untangle our knot. Kabil, line two. Kabil, Renadam ka sagvenu sagvenu Torah norenu. Kabil, Renadam ka sagvenu Torah nora. Kabil Renadam Kasak Venu Tarenu Nora, accept the song of your people. Empower us 
Make us pure, O awesome one. There's a beautiful name there, O Nora, awesome one. Line three. Nagibu doshe yehudecha kavavat shamrim. Nagibu doshe yehudecha kavavat shamrim. Please, mighty one, the seeker of your unity, those who want to be one with you, watch over them. Guard them like the people of an eye. Line four. Barakim Tarim Rakami Sister Tikatamid Gamlem. Bless them. Make them pure. Have mercy on them with your justice. Bestow upon them always your righteousness, your justice. Give, give us pure. Make us holy. Number five. Hasen Kadosh Barov Tufkal Nahil Aditeka. Hasen Kadosh Barov Tufkal Nahil Aditeka. Tremendous Holy One, in your abundant goodness, lead your people. Number six, line six. Yehid gehi le'amecha pei, zokare kadusha teka. Number six, line six. Yehid gehi le'amecha pei, zokare kadusha teka. Exalted one, unique exalted one, face your people. And who remember your holiness? Line seven. Shavatenu kabil ushmasa zakatenu yodea ta'ul mot. Shavatenu kabil ushmasa zakatenu yodea ta'ul mot. Accept our prayer, hear our cry, O Noah of secrets. And then we always finish these mystical prayer by connecting earth to heaven. Because you're on the earth connecting to this heavenly prayer to ground yourself in the spirit. We fill with the Hebrew expression. Blesses the name of his glorious kingdom forever. So that is the Anabakor prayer. And I ask you to go Google it and pray about this prayer. Don't take my word for anything. Consult God because this God gave it to me. God gave it to me and my family. The miracles that have been wrought in my life that you have that have occurred in my life, I can't name them. This is a mystical prayer, and it's a technology of consciousness. And the wise men, there are so many ways we can take. Now, I want to look at each line. I want to spend some time each line. See, this is the 42-letter name of God that gives us the ability to change the world, to change our lives at the most fundamental level of reality. You can work with the symptom of something, or you can root it out at a cause. And remember, we came to use these words. We want to root out and go to the root of things. This prayer works at the root because it goes to the Adamic level. It goes beneath the Adamic, goes to the quintessential level of pure being as being vibrates and manifests its first vibration from, from transcendent to manifestation. Then that's the level of which this holy prayer works. This prayer has been around, known by, by thousands. And so please do your research. This prayer goes to the cause of all causes. It's a technology capable of connecting us to this ultra-microscopic level dimension. This ultra-microscopic dimension of life, this hidden realm of life, uses the, the, that's the ancient medium by which we know how to do things. 
So, so the Hebrew letters are the bridge between the physical and the spiritual. And so we're dealing with an Aramaic language, the language of the great Kabbalists, the great Kabbalists like Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, oh, may his name be blessed, who composed the Zohar, he and his people, and the prophets, and the language of the Torah, and the unique shape of God's name, and the use of God's name. These are the mechanisms by which we open the gates of heaven and fire up the forces of creation, which we have to do. I want to now look at Line one as I'm moving forward. And here in mysticism, we, you know, we work with English people. First thing, English person, what's, what's the meaning of it? No. Sound is power. Sound is power. The, the sound creates an effect. And so... It isn't really meaning is your interpretation. You really can't even know this. Your mind is too limited and your intellect is too small to really tell. But we have to appease your intellect so that you can have closure because central nervous system thrives on closure. You can't walk around saying, I don't know. But really, we can't really know, you know, but I can give you something that will appease you. The first line, the first line, the first day, Yom Ihad, Sunday. Sunday is the first day. This this line is the seed of this whole thing. And mystically, we can say those letters because we now what we're going to do, the study of the Anabakoa prayer is, is, is delving into is a relationship with the Aleph Bet. Establishing the discovering of yourself, what I have said and what the sages before have said, that these, this is the technology of com- a consciousness and impulses of light that you will discover. So, Aleph Bet Gimel Yotav Zadi, first line, Aleph Bet Gimel Yotav Zadi, if we take Anabakoa Gaduladye Minkata Tirsitz Ruah, those six words, and we take the initial consonant of each one of those words, then it becomes Aleph Bet Gimel Yotav Zadi. So, a meditation on the first line would be we can learn two things. Our task is to learn it from English. We can say it in English, but our task is to discover. Our quest is to cross the bridge from the physical to the spiritual. So we want to amplify the significance of articulating and learning the Aleph Bet, the Hebrew letters themselves, because that's, those are the power points. Those are the building blocks of creation. Aleph bet gimel yutav zadi. Anabakoa gadulat dimenka tatir setruwa. Or please, with the power and strength of your right hand, untangle our knot. So we know this. So this is a prayer of redemption. And I'm going to teach this prayer. It's probably going to take several broadcasts. But our emphasis now on the technology of consciousness and the Bacoac prayer, the first line, looking at each line, each letter, each letter, and what the effect is. The original alphabet, the original seed, uh, the olive. First, Aleph Bet Gimel, that third Aleph, beautiful. Aleph is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet, the original seed, the beginning of everything. And this is, the, we see the letter we arrive here, we can affect change at the DNA level of existence, the existence of creation. So, uh, 
So one of the reasons, one of the reasons that I stress this powerful prayer is due to its significance at this critical juncture in history, at this critical juncture in our life. We are moving from physical to spiritual. We're casting off mortality and putting on immortality. We're crossing from from restriction to expansion. We're leaving Egypt and going to the promised land of the kingdom of heaven, which is in our higher consciousness. And these are the keys to the kingdom of heaven and the technology of consciousness that we have been given. And I'm not going to get very far today, but we're going to be moving forward. See, there, 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 there can be this 42-letter name of God is 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 a segula uh, connected to the movement from slavery to freedom, and we're moving, O House of Israel, not not babbling. But we're moving with the technology of consciousness, the 42-letter name of God, that is the uh, technology that will move us from the house of illiteracy, from the kingdom of darkness and debauchery, from, immort- from, from uh, idolatry to God's unity to raise us up from the dead. It's a glorious, glorious season. And this is a very powerful, powerful technology. And that's why I sing it. I sing this name. I'm going to sing for you now. I just was inspired. Ana, Ana Bakoa, Gadula Jemenka, Tatusarua, Kabilina, Amka Sanfainu, Tarenu. Tare nu nora ana bakoa kulati minka stisad rua kapirinaramka sakve nu tare nu nora nagibo doshei hudika kavava shobri barakim tarim rakami sitstateika. Tamid Gumlin Masin Kadosh Hasin Kadosh Barov Tuka Naila de Take Yehid Gehi Leamekape Zukure Kudushateka Shavate Nukabil Ushma Sazakate Nu Yodea very powerful technology of consciousness that has been given to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Israel being a level of spirituality, a level of consciousness, not an ethnic group. People who heart long to be the priest of the Most High, the ancient souls who were sanctified at Mount Sinai. The soul knows its own identity, and that's all. And God will come and get you as he came and got me from Albertville, Alabama, to take me over to North America, South America, Africa, Asia, Europe, Australia, and to Jerusalem to touch the holy wall and to pray and to pray at the 
at the holy, holy, holy place of King David, the Zadok, the Vilamelekai Vikayom, the Vilamelekai Vikayom, the Vilamelekai Vikayom, King David live forever in spirit, and may he took me on to King Selassie so that I could go to Ethiopia and see the holy people in Ethiopia, and then to come tell you and to this people here, particularly those who are disenfranchised, women and abused, children and the black people here, to raise up and be optimistic for the daylight has come, the shining, the dawning is here. This is a new season in time, a new dispensation where the God's name will be known where 10 men and women from every national tongue will grab the seat seat of a Yehudi and say, I want to go with you for we know that the God of Jacob is the one true living God and he will bequeath unto us life and, and reason and purpose and joy. So may Hashem bless all of us as we learn the truth and see the truth of the Shema, that the reality of duality is unity, and the unity of diversity is the expression of God's infinite creativity, and we coming through our linguistic orientation and birthright as Hebrew people to say, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad, God is one, and you should love that one, that one transcendental self with all your heart, all of your resources. We should all seek to be unified and recognize that that which appears to be different is in fact the same and its essential source. May God's name be blessed and praised. May God's name be blessed and praised from the rising of sun to the ancient of days because he is the Holy One. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah in time. Hallelujah in time. Hallelujah in time. The joy bells are ringing as you hear. Creation is singing. Happiness is here. A new season is here. Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Atah Kadosh Fishamekah Kadosh Ukudashin Bekog Yom Hallelujah Silah You are holy Your name is holy Holy One Praise your name Every day What a great joy it is To be resurrected From the dead What a great privilege it is To speak to the world About the one true God The one who created The universe In six days And on the seventh day rested and commanded his people to enjoy the fruit of a spiritual transformative power that is called Shabbat, that when you enter in your physiology, your psychology, your spirituality, all of your component parts are renewed. What a great joy to have a revelation of this. What a great joy to say. So I speak to you <clears throat> in the Hebrew language. I greet you. Shalom Aleikum Peace be upon you my dear brothers and sisters